Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. I'm a retired financial advisor, so I've been in this game for a long, long time. I'm 76 years old. I have learned from my experience that the most important thing I can do in a day to keep up with what the stock market is going to do is to watch the evening news. I happen to watch Lester Holt, and Lester Holt tells me what happened today so that I can figure out what's going to happen tomorrow. And I think this is just essential. And to give you an example, uh, I believe the most important event that is going to change the economy, which is thus going to change uh, my investment strategy, is the coronavirus. It, it, it brought our economies, the world's economies, to the, its knees, much more so than World War II or the Vietnam War or anything else. We've also just celebrated the anniversary of a very major event, and that is 9-11. And if you look back, it changed the world. And if, if you had had the perspective on 9-11, uh, 2001, to say, how is it going to change the world? You could have made some investments that would have really paid off well for you. So my point is, what is changing the world today? What is Lester talking about? And I looked back over the last 30 days, and it is the exit from Afghanistan. And I asked myself, how is that going to change our world? And what is, how is it going to affect really the short term of our stock market? And why did what happened happen? And how can I profit as an investor from it? So uh, that's what this video is all about, is how is the withdrawal from Afghanistan going to present me an opportunity to make money in the stock market, not so much in the long term, but in the short term. What's going to change? And that's what this video is all about. Uh, I, think it's, I think it might open your eyes to some things. And as we put the puzzle together, as I say, I'm a retired financial advisor. I've been in this business uh, for a long time. I'm retired now, but this is how I like to spend my time trading or sharing my knowledge with my viewers. Uh, and I think we have an opportunity here, as, and it, it's going to be a short-term adjustment. So let me share with you. I'm not your financial advisor. I'm a retired financial advisor, but I'm here to help you make good investment decisions. Be right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, let's put some things into perspective. I talk quite a bit about, I show you an s and I did a, a video just yesterday on, um, on, on that if certain things don't happen, we could see a 20% drop in the stock market between now and uh, the end of December. And, and those basically have to do with what happens in Washington and what happens with interest rates and what happens with the $3 trillion infrastructure policy or, or uh, spending, if it does, if it doesn't happen. But I, I, as I thought more and more about it, there's another event that I think comes into this, and this is the withdrawal from Afghanistan. First of all, let's put Afghanistan in perspective. Over the last 20 years, 
Uh, Joe has said we spent uh, over $2 trillion. As I dug into that, the consensus says it was $2.3 trillion. That amounts to $115 billion a year. And it wasn't even, it, 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 but nonetheless, that's, that's roughly 10% of the national budget was spent in Afghanistan over the last 20 years. So I ask myself, where did that money go? And, and is it going to continue to go somewhere? Is it going to go somewhere else? And what are the ramifications of possibly that $115 trillion billion going in a different direction. And, and, and again, what I'm going to say right now is my interpretation of what happened. Uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, had set a date to get out of Afghanistan at May the 1st. And nobody really had any problem with that. Uh, there was no up, up in arms about what are you doing, why are you doing that. The other thing you got to recognize is that in the years that Donald was president, um, the number of contractors doing work in Afghanistan went from 3,400 to 17,000. Donald made a lot of people wealthy by spreading the money that we're sending to Afghanistan. And, and let's ask where that money went. We know that we, it went to feed and arm our, our soldiers. We know it went to companies like Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, General Dynamics, and Northrop Grumman. They are the largest defense contractors. Are they going to get that money after we pull out? Then I asked the question, why did the, why did the Afghan government collapse in 11 days? And, and I think I know the answer to it, because that uh, $115 billion a year wasn't going to come anymore. So, so I'm the president of, of Afghanistan, and $115 billion, and it's estimated that some... 80 billion of that went to rebuild Afghanistan, to, to build up their army, to build up their police force. $87 billion isn't coming this year. Um, it's going to stop on August the 1st when Joe says they're coming out. Well, could that be why they got uh, the president and, and all his cabinet got on an airplane and went and flew somewhere else? because the money wasn't going to come anymore? I think that was it. Do you remember back in, oh, April, we saw troops um, saying, we're going to be out in a month and we're working with these Afghan troops. And those Afghan troops were interviewed and, and the young man said, yeah, we're going to fight for our country. We, uh, we've been trained well and we have all the armament and we're going to defend our country and we're going to hold off that Taliban. But then 11, in 11 days, they laid their arms down and surrendered. Why? Why, did, why was there this change in attitude? Could it be that they realized they weren't going to get paid anymore to fight? And they said, hell, if you aren't going to pay me, I'm not going to fight. What would you have done if you had been that lieutenant 
in the Afghan army. And the government and, and, and the United States said, we're leaving uh, and we're going to pull out May the 1st. And, but don't worry about it. You'll still, all still get paid and all the money. But then Joe changed the game and said, the money ain't coming. There's no other reason the president of Afghanistan would have jumped on, left his beautiful home and all the amenities that he had acquired over the last 20 years or however long he's been in office and get on an airplane and go fly someplace else and then be welcomed with open arms because of all the money he's bringing with him. And then all his cabinet came with him as well. And the soldiers laid their guns down and, 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 and said, we're done because they weren't getting the money anymore. Why did the senators from so many Republican and Democrats say, this is a fiasco, this, was, this is a colossal fa failure, this withdrawal over there? Do you know how much money Northworth Drummond, um, General Dynamics, Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin spent on lobbying? Last year, $342 million. They spent on lobbying in Washington for keeping those contracts coming. Lockheed Martin received $12 billion in 2020 for, and then they lobbied to make sure they got. Some other names, I don't know some of these companies, Fluor, F-L-U-O-R, uh, stocks down 67% year to year, but they last year got $85 million from the government for the work they're doing in Afghanistan. They took $1.9 million of the $85 million and spent it on lobbying in Washington, D.C. What is lobbying? Lobbying is paying someone to go and talk to the senators and the representatives and saying, hey, we're good for this 85 million. You need to put us in the budget next year. Then there's a company by L-E-I-D-O-S, Lidoas. They got 34 million and spent 1.48 million of it lobbying. Does this all make sense to you? Does it make sense why the, the whole thing just collapsed because that money wasn't going. Now the question I ask is, it appears to me, and again, this is my speculation, that Afghanistan believed that the money would keep coming under Trump. But under Biden, they realized that money isn't coming anymore. Uh, we're on our own, and our only business is the poppy business, and that's for making heroin and other opioids. And uh, we, the United States government, has kind of destroyed that business and shut it down. So we got to get the hell out of here. There's nothing here for us. The government, the, 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 the American citizens aren't going to send 10%, 10 cents on, on every dollar that they pay on taxes anymore. That's over. So we're, we're out of here. Well, why did Joe take this money away from Afghanistan? I believe he's got another war to fight. And what is that? Well, I think there's two of them. One is 
the next pandemic. If you watched 60 Minutes last Sunday, you saw they did, they re-ran a show on DARPA, that, that's the military's end of so, the world of science. DARPA is, is handing money out, hand over fist, to scientists to find the cure for the next vaccine. This is where the, I believe the Afghan money, money is going. So if it isn't going there, it's, it's going to stop biological war. Now, am I saying that China put this virus on us? No, no. I, I, I'm not saying that because I don't know that and I really don't care. I just know the government, our government has said this can never happen again. And the world's governments have said this can never happen again. And the other thing that they have said is we've got to stop this cyber warfare. And that's where this $115 billion that was slated to go to Afghanistan in 2022 is going to go. So what does that do to Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, General Dynamics, and Northrop Grumman? I believe you're going to see a drop in their stocks because they don't fit into cyber warfare and biological warfare. So I am of the belief that we're going to have a potential drop in our market. As I alluded to in yesterday's video, because of this movement of money, because some companies, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, General Dynamics, uh, Northrop Grumman, Fleur, Leaxos, uh, Selvent, Federal Services, Textron, uh, Ameritron Services, don't have a ticket anymore. That war in Afghan is over. Much as the war, and I remember very clearly people hanging on to helicopters as they flew off the embassy in Saigon, much as I saw people hanging on to B-52s as they were trying to take off in Afghanistan, and we didn't send any more money to Vietnam. And I don't think we're going to be sending any more money to Afghanistan. So there are going to be consequences. And I come back to my thesis earlier. If you want to be successful in the stock market, watch the evening news. They're telling you the events that are affecting the world that you live in and how those events you then have to interpret are going to bleed out through the companies that you want to invest in. So what I have to do and what I'm going to be talking about in coming videos is what do I want to do with my portfolio? Do I want to move to cash? And if I do want to move to cash, how much? What percentage of my portfolio do I want in cash? If I believe this pulling out of Afghanistan is going to have an effect. If I believe that the Fed might cut back on their freewheeling 
financial policy of buying, pumping money into the market. If I believe that Joe isn't going to get this $3 trillion infrastructure package passed and the printing presses at the Treasury are going to stop pumping money, if I believe those things and if I believe Powell will raise the interest rates to hold off hyperinflation, I got to get some of my money out of the stock market if I believe these things. And that's what I'm going to spend my next week doing is determining what I believe and what I believe is going to happen and how much cash, if any, I want to put on the sidelines. Because if these things happen, there's going to be a 15 to 20 percent correction in the stock market. Is that is the game over then? No, no, it's a temporary event. Do I want to just stay invested and write it out? Or do I, am I looking at, and the other thing, the other thing I want you to really do, think back, do you watch college football? Think back to Saturday. I'm from Alabama. We played Mercer. It was a, it was a, it was a cupcake game. Uh, paid Mercer probably so many million of dollars to show up for us to kick their ass. Um, but there were over 100,000 fans in the stadium. I watched other games. Stadiums were full. Social distancing was three inches. That's how far my shoulder is from yours. Mask, none. Well, that's because the roof of the stadium's open, so we're outside. Really? Delta virus going to kick our butt in the next couple months. You put that along with the change in Afghanistan. You put that with Colin Powell. You put not Colin Powell, um, Powell, um, and 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 hyperinflation, and and stop the printing presses. And there's a lot going on. I did in in the other video. I, I equated this to. 1998, 1999. It just looks like a match. So that's what I'm, how I'm spending my time. I want you to share your thoughts. You can do that two ways. One, in the comments. What do you think? Are we going to have this 15 to 20% pullback that I believe is a possibility? Put it in the comments. If you want to talk about it further, Come to Best of Us Investors and, and, and sign up. Give me your name and your email address, and I'll, I'll give you a ticket to, the, to our Discord. And, and you can come and spend time and, 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 and talk about this. I do a, a live stream every uh, Monday at 8 and uh, 8 in the morning and every Friday at 3, and then every, uh, um, every other Thursday we, we do a Zoom call and we discuss things like this. If you want to be a part of that, you now know how to do it. That's what this YouTube channel is all about. I want to make good investment decisions. I need your help. I need your comments. I need your what, what you know that I don't know. And let's, let's make this a team sport, okay? And see if we can't all benefit from each other's input. Okay, that's best of us investors. I think we got some exciting times ahead of us. Watch the news. The news will tell you what the event is. Now all we've got to do is figure out how that event is going to affect 
the stock market that we invest in. This is exciting because we're paying attention.